Hi everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of the Endless Hells podcast. Hope you're all who's listening. I'm joined by my deadly duo partner, Francis. How are you? Yeah, I'm all good. I'm all good, Stephen. It's a bit disappointing what we're going to be talking about, I guess, but we're here and ah. Andrew's appeared like magic. He wasn't here today. <laughs> you, you have to do. And we're also joined by Andrew <laughs> Durning from Lap Metal Gender. So there was rumours going about, Andrew, you were going to join us tonight. What happened, buddy? <laughs> Oh, I'll tell you, man, that, that was tighter than transfer deadline day, trying to put my kids to bed, I'll tell you. Well, uh, I, I failed miserably. They are stuck the stairs, currently jumping about like crack addicts. Well, so uh, I, if you do hear if you do hear any jumping up and down, I apologise. The wife may come in as well, because I've got uh, her dinner on. She, she does a back shift, so she finishes and comes in at this time. Well, so she may be going, where's my dinner? What? <laughs> so we, yeah, we went as our first was... domestic on on the show. Hey, hey. Like, they don't get the glasses on, like the the Stevie Wonder glasses, like just my black eyes. Thanks for asking me on, guys. Like, uh, well, been too long since I've been on and caused my usual amount of chaos. And because she's alive, what could possibly go wrong with me on? What could possibly go wrong? And just to get involved in the comments again, said even do you. Martin, evening, regular regular listener, yeah. Anthony Dunn, Pink Velvet, evening, James <laughs> is in, and Tim Alloy. So it's good to have you all watching and listening along with us. And we'll just start with what we have to talk about, Francis, and that's the, the form at the minute. We took our, our European hangover into Easter Road. I know there's a lot of myths and mythical things about European hangovers, but at Easter Road, they're kind of just epitomised at the moment where we are as a club and what way we're playing. It seems to be on... I wouldn't say the decline, but there's definitely a loss of form somewhere along the lines. And obviously, as we always do, brief summary of the game. How did you feel? Yeah, it was, like you say, Stephen, that form hasn't been great for a few games. Some of them, like the Dundee United game, I've heard some folks saying we've not played good for about five or six games. But I think like, the Ray Rovers game, I won't have seen it. So that's where I have I got a fair opinion on it. But I don't think many teams play bad and win a game 4-0. I'm not saying we've played us brilliant, but you don't win many play bad and win games 4-0. Uh, the Dundee United game, I thought we played played okay. We only got the 1-0 in, but yeah. Sunday, it was just... It, it just... It felt like one of the games early on where you just thought this is... We weren't really creating any clear-cut chances. The only one I can think of in mind is the Abada one where the keeper makes a decent save. I don't really think yeah. Abada does much wrong. In fairness to him, uh, you could maybe argue he should try and lift it, but again, I say I don't think he's done really a lot wrong with the effort. So I just it, it has been coming with the, the form of show that the a now now or a, a draw. It was I never thought we'd look like losing the game. The the stats that you you the stat man will, will point that out that uh, Hibs didn't had two shots and not one was on target. So we were never under pressure. So maybe. Postacoglu maybe could have changed it up and maybe got an extra midfielder on or an attacking-minded player to to try something or, or switch, switch the sort of front three about. But yeah, it was just... I think it showed that we missed, missed Jack and Marcus on, on Sunday. It was not not to dig my head out, but there was a lot of cross balls going in that just it's, doesn't look like it's his game. And he's not got to win Mets any much any duels against Ryan Portis and things like that. Like Portis is just yeah. it's bread and butter for him. That type of so, yeah, as a performance, it has been coming, Stephen. But like you say, it's it's a form and it's that old saying that forms forms temper and classes permanent. So you've just got to hope that the team kick on. It was maybe a wake up call for them, and uh, like we said, it's the team clearly believe they are the best team. Like Jack and Max's comments all alludes to, to that. He's came out and said how he feels. So it's time for the team to prove these comments. And prove yeah. going going in what they they believe and go and prove that they have got the capability of winning what they believe they should be winning. So fingers crossed, Stephen. I love the way Francis always puts a positive spin on things. Try. It's me and Williams. Me and Williams go to uh, the thing. Yeah, you 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 and William have you and William have that on point. But look, Andrew, <laughs> me and my grandfather, I watch it with my granddad always, and we looked at each other. I think very early on in the game, we're like, "This is going to be one of them days." And I think it does turn out to be like that. Yes, we had. All the possession shots when he had free and target Francis, which isn't actually quite quite brilliant to be fair. The, the game finished nil each, albeit yes, we were on top of Hibs, but again, that's up to us to break it down. And it's just like Francis did. How did you feel with the game? I do feel like there is a slump. There is a like a not a performance issue, but you see Jada, he's kind of went off the boil a bit about it as well. He's kind of went back into himself. I hope that doesn't remain for the long term. 
Well, I can answer your question with another question. There was a game on on Sunday. Yeah, uh, that was that was that basically summed it up. What uh, you could have blinked and you'd miss it. They wouldn't have hit water if they fell out of a boat. What that was how <laughs> that's how it was. What shots on target? I would have been surprised if we actually had any. What it was just one of those mm. ones that could have been playing uh, what, for the full day and probably nothing would have went in. But uh, the European hangover is as evident as we could touch on for another team that uh, also suffered a nice European mm-hmm. hangover, which bailed us out. Well, so that's my positive spin on it. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's it's like you said. Like, um, it's been it's been well, it's become for a while. What the the form has been not that consistent. What, and I've been on before and talked about how what, how this team are still learning, they're still developing. What and you know, a lot of people were saying, oh, but well, we can challenge for the league. We could we could win the league. What? Of course, anybody can win a uh, win league. That's the whole point like, of football. Like, that's why we all follow it. But you've got to back it up, and you've got to put in the performances. Like what well, your away game at Easter Road. That's a that's a tough slog, mm-hmm. even when there isn't a European hangover. Especially when now they've got uh, Maloney as manager. Like he wasn't uh, just rated by Belgium for for nothing, you know. Yeah. But he's clearly got a bit of skill about him. But I uh, guess they've had a wee bit of off field problems with some of the headlines in the papers and stuff, but. What the Jack and Marcus thing? I think it's really going to bite us in the backside. What it's it's you fair think so? nothing. Yeah, he's came out and he's laid out his stall, like saying, "Yes, we are the best team in the league." That's going to light a fire up everybody's backside to go. All right, well, let's prove he's wrong. Mm-hmm. Let's just let ha- let's just show you what we're made of. It's it was very similar of like when we when we're going. Oh, we're going to get the ten. The mindset mm-hmm. just changes mm-hmm. at that point, and they go right. The, the game just ups a little bit. The, the level goes up. What, they've all got that kind of thing. Let's just go and, and blast this guy. Ian McIntosh, I definitely agree. We have been flat the last few games. This is my mm. first time doing live. I'm just really chuffed with getting started. <laughs> but mm. no, I totally... Well, uh, the second I seen that, I was like, no, no, no. Don't don't make that comment because we, we know what's going to happen. It's going to be on every billboard. It's going to be on every... Uh, well, it's going to be in every... What, dressing room everybody's going to have it pinned up i guarantee the next old firm game that's going to be what uh that what's going to be like the main team talk that's going to be there that's a sparta moment well i'm just hoping that uh like the spartans they fall they've the already got an embarrassing pinned up in the dressing room i think actually it's a good point with jack about like normally yeah. i don't like it but i think with just this day and age of football players it's all the stupid straightforward answers and that like I, I loved it when I, I mean the guy's just off the back of a trick I loved it but I totally understand what Andrew's saying it it, it may get up it, it should get up teams go to say if they're going if there's like Jack and Mass is coming out and saying we're the best team in the league we believe it it's on the other teams to go well let's we'll, we'll show you he's, he's on so I do understand what Andrew said but I, I, I did like it. it shows the confidence in the team but like like saying, it's, the team need to prove that on the part now I think it kind of reminds me of the time. I can't remember which player said it for them across the city. Yelovich. But he's, yell, was it Yelovich? Yelovich. Yeah, let's say something, something, and then they lost the league. Rangers. Yeah. So, so I mean, it, 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 it can show confidence, but then also, as, as uh, Andrew rightly said, it can show a wee bit of arrogance. It does need to come come across right now mm. from Celtic. We could just keep, it, keep our stall in house, do it from there. But mm. look, there's a lot, of, a lot of comments coming through again. Anthony Dunn. Hopefully that's our levy performance out of our system. Um, Martin <laughs> we'll K wants, yeah. Martin K wants Carmoko to Carmoko to belly get some more game time. I definitely agree with that. John's come in and said it'd be a travesty if we lost him. And then what's this? <laughs> McGregor should win us the league. Alan McGregor, <laughs> Alan, <laughs> Alan, <laughs> Alan, he was having us at the weekend. Let's that, let's look at the team, right? So the lineup, all the all the big hitters come back, and obviously Jada come back in. Abada was in, and. The player that I seem to be on social media talking about the most is Tom Rodzik. And it seems like to me, Francis, he seems to be we wee bit off the pace. Now, I'm not saying he's absolutely disastrous, but he doesn't seem to be his usual self the way he was in the Glasgow Derby game and a couple of games after that. I don't know whether there's a fitness issue. I saw him kind of clutch his, uh, his five a few times when he was playing in the first half, especially against Hibs. But what what do you think about him at the minute? Yeah, I think it's bang on, Stephen. It's since sort of the Motherwell game where it, it was... He was frightening that day. It's it hasn't been up to his usual standards. It may the uh, the season may be taking its toll a wee bit. Maybe it doesn't need a wee bit of break. But in fairness, obviously Riley came in 
gave us that option to, to rotate it. But the, I'm not saying O'Reilly's form slump, but he was maybe riding a wee wave of sort of adrenaline coming out of a new club. And mm-hmm. his performance dropped slightly below. I mean, the guy was frightening, so it dropped to below what he'd seen from him. But yeah, Rodic has, has of late, like, I thought on Sunday he was taking the ball well and doing what Rodic does and turning, getting away from it. But it was his passing that was really, really disappointing. And I don't remember him really having any any major impact in the game. And then when O'Reilly came on, you seen like a noticeable difference. You could obviously count a lot by saying you've seen it with Hatati and Rogic. They, they mm-hmm. were getting man marked very well, but it's it's Kenny on Celtic to try and just bypass them and maybe play through them and maybe then that'll create the space because they, they have players that fall in them or maybe need to drop deeper and that opens up the space. But yeah, definitely Rogic hasn't been up to his usual standard as of late. Someone's just checking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's coming, guys. It's coming. Yeah. Like she's in. Well, I'm yeah. slightly type. I am listening. I'm slightly oh, taking measures to say your dinner is ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 yeah. I do, finally. That's good. Cool, yeah, but, but yeah, I definitely have to agree that Roger's form hasn't been great over the last two games. And it's like you said, I'll. You could label that for a lot of your top players like you touched on Yacht and stuff as well. So I think we're just suffering a wee bit of too many of the big players not performing to the level that we know they can right now. Yeah, 100%. And bringing the comments back in again, James has up. Rodzik has been missing for two or three games. Totally agree with that. Now, this is another issue for me, Andrew. Yeah, Thomas makes a great point. The whole team passing, it was very poor, especially the last two games, the European game away at Bodo Glimt and even the home leg against them. And then Easter Road, it's, there seems to be like a sloppiness in, in the play. Obviously, Rodzik plays a part in that because he's probably our linchpin in midfield who creates the most, apart from O'Reilly, who's just come in. And as Francis rightly said, he's probably running off adrenaline. That's cut more off and he's going to take more time to bend into the team. Then you look at the wide players, Yada and Abada. The link-up play, do you not think this seems to be off at the minute? It does, yeah. But, um, to me, it has the same ringings of uh, when we got all the players in what, in the, the summer transfer window what, at the start of the season. It seems like we've we've went back to that kind of disjointed way. I don't know if maybe it's just what, the new players I see that. Are, still, are still finding that kind of the Celtic rhythm that we're doing, or maybe it's what just, maybe it's because of the injuries what, the, uh, that we've got what, with uh, Furuhashi like being out. Uh, I'm not sh- well. I'm not sure where it's came from. But there has been like a real kind of like a disconnect with the style of play. It's been, like, really since the old firm. It's like it's like they went right. We've scored all our goals here, and and that's it. Well, and now we don't have any more. It's like it's like they dry. Mm. It's like they dried up. I know we've had like we've had our like, our squeaky bum time moment against uh, like Dundee United or the three two match. Like, um, and like as Francis alluded to, like we had the um, the Wraith Rovers result. But again, that's not. It's not exactly a yardstick we really can measure sometimes. Yeah. But, um, mm-hmm. What's just no disrespect to Ray Throwers in the slightest. It's just what well, we know what it's like sometimes. What what a slightly lower level. What there will be more goals, or you should expect more goals. Yeah. But I think it's just they 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 gorged themselves in those three nils and four nils, and what, since then it's just been up and down. What? Yeah. And I think and I think the European what run like Bodo Glimt, I think. I think a bit of complacency kicked in. I think they uh, they thought, oh, it's it's a Norwegian team no one's really heard of. But um, but if you've done your homework, they've they've got a very good style of play, very slick, very quick, and they've exposed the faults uh, that are actually in Postecoglou's system. If you if you play him at his own game, well, there isn't really a a plan B. But uh, as Alice was saying, well, uh, the team just need a wee rocket up the backside. Well, and then yeah, we'll, we'll get it. And also as well, Alistair's calling me out. He's going, we've just dropped two points since we get back. So, so Chelsea, <laughs> Al- Al- Alistair, if you've you've been watching this podcast for a long time, I know you have, buddy. This is the way I react. I'm very off the cuff. I'm very, I'm very, I'm very passionate. Do you know I mean? I'm very like infused. I want to see Celtic do well and dropping points for me in a league setting at the minute. We shouldn't be doing it. It doesn't matter who we're playing against. We're wearing your heart and your sleeve, buddy. hundred percent. Right. I, 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 I want to bring someone. It's just that time of the season where a, a draws a disaster, yeah. really, isn't it, Stephen? Exactly, yeah. And Ian McIntosh comes in. Oh, where is it? It's worrying. <laughs> we need to regroup and go again. 
Michael McIntyre. No, Michael McIntyre. What am I thinking? Michael McIntyre. McIntyre. Whoa, that was Mike, <laughs> Mike, Michael McDonald. Does anybody think McCarthy can do a job for us? Now, obviously, mm. when we're talking about midfield, right? We've seen Beaton uh, come in. And he didn't do quite well. Bodo Glimp. I'm not a big fan of McCarthy. I still don't understand why he got a four-year deal at 31 years old, injury-prone. Literally a bit reminiscent of the Mister Wheels worldwide signing across oh, no, the city. Not as bad as that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, you know, what, you know what I'm getting at. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, on Michael's point, do you think you can see him playing a role towards the end of the season, Francis? Mm, I, yeah, but I don't know if Michael's maybe expecting him to come in from the start and start a few games. I, I don't, I don't think he's got to be that type of player. But you never know; he has got that that fight. Well, he's got experience of playing at the top level. When he's he's a seasoned pro and stuff like you say, Stephen. It's, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, just for me, it's he's not done enough to warrant coming in playing. I would personally, I would play beat on before him, and I uh, just I don't, I don't see for what I've seen in McCarthy, a lot of that is based around the way how good our midfield has played the majority of the season. And guys like Beaton that have come in, I thought McCarthy's been better coming in when we need to see it a game. You can really see mm-hmm. he likes getting the boot in. He is. He will fight for the team, and he knows he can play. His ball retention is really good and stuff. But I just, I, I don't. For me, I don't see see how McCarthy coming in could be seen as a seen as the answer. I mean, I think in a roundabout a roundabout way, Andrew Michael's asking: Is he going to be a passenger or is he going to take part? What do you think? Well, passenger. Passenger. Uh, uh, it's. it's... If he, if he has uh, a <laughs> nice Joe. one, nice one. So oh, no shot, but he's at the, at the Morris game as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, wait, wait, wait. He's still there. Oh, no. <laughs> right, we're not turning this into not turning this a wheels I'm, podcast. Let's go, Andre. I'm, nah, I'm only I'm only joking. I'm just jesting. <laughs> but uh, I do think that well, everybody in the team could have a part to play that what that's why they're in the team that's why they're on mm-hmm. on the bench or what in the starting line they've all but they've got to step up and take their chances what McCarthy you would think more than anybody else because every like podcast or any Celtic kind of fan forum or stuff that I've what had the had the misfortune of getting abused on what has all said the same things about uh, McCarthy they've all said look what why did he come why did he sign that that con- why did we give him that at his age he should be using that as uh, as one of the fans said, like to light the fire up his back, saying, "Go, I'm going to prove he's wrong. Give me a mm-hmm. chance, yep. and I will uh, help drive this team forward." But he's not done it. Yeah. It just seems like he's content to sit on the bench and go, "Yeah, I just came so, up so, uh, the same car with Joe Hart." <laughs> I mean, Michael comes back in here going, "McIntyre have been called that worse." That's <laughs> <laughs> a, a total brain fart on my behalf, there, Michael. To do about this. At least but, you like, see, Mike. We should say Michael Ball or Michael Moles. Well, yeah, that would have been, that would have been a nightmare. <laughs> I think what, one thing we noticed, I mean, we did speak about it previously when the comment was brought up about the, the passing. And also, Francis, I think the press has been off. And you made a great point. Mieda's not going to win them balls across into the box, right? And I totally agree. So why not change up the style and pass through the middle? You're playing Rodgers to find them balls through the middle. It just wasn't happening. Like, Hibs weren't sitting back the whole game. There was opportunities, yeah. and Mead is always on the move. And sometimes it does feel like to me, like when Kyogo first came in, the players just aren't in the same wavelength. Yeah. In terms of yeah. playing that killer ball, do you think that's a an, like a side that we could approve on? Oh, definitely. It's just one of the ones. It's a new player. I've got to try and get used to a new player, and also the team are trying to get used to a new system. I know we're six, seven months into this, but they are still trying to get used to it. It does seem. I wouldn't say we're one-dimensional, but it is a lot is based on get it wide, get crosses in, get it wide, get crosses in. But we're just, of late, we're not doing it quick enough. Like, if you look at the, the Rangers and Motherwell games, uh, Carter Vickers and uh, Starfelt, maybe one or two passes between them, and then it was out to Yota, it was out to Abada, yeah. it was out quick, whereas it's it's three or four passes now, and it's going to McGregor, then it's going out wider, it's going to Ahatati, then going wide. We need to start missing out McGregor and Hattie miss out that, that bit of the midfield, go wider or quicker, and then you're maybe you're playing through the lines. I just don't think we're, we're not really playing the difficult pass a lot. A lot. It seems to be everything seems a lot, a lot be easier 
and yeah, he's there passing a lot, a, a wee bit slower of late. So I just think it's, I, I just think we'd really need to just up the pace a bit, just get back to, not necessarily back to basics, but, but get back to the way we know. Try, don't be scared to to lose the ball. Essentially, like be trying the harder pass. I would rather you try the harder pass because eventually it will come off. And it seems we've got to say this considering last season all we wanted was Ryan Christie notice it, but I wish somebody would shoot for it in the books. There's a difference between this uh, like that type of shooting and Ryan Christie's. Like yeah. some of his yours was yours was bored up oh, the weekend. Oh, <laughs> We even said that last season, even with Chris, that like when teams are playing that sort of low block, if you do take a shot for outside the box, even if it does do what Yotas was doing or what Christie's moving, they might get worried about the shot. One might fly in the top corner, so they, they might then come out. So it's just something you maybe just need to try and mix yeah. it up a wee bit. Alistair goes back like, in. Uh, uh, right, well, we'll just get that. We'll get Alistair. <laughs> I'm, I'm reading his point now. <laughs> It go, fair point, saving the Premier League, but our team has a shit record ahead. I think it's one win a nine, right. so he has a great point there. And we have more games at home now. I totally agree, Alistair. And then yeah. James yeah. James Hislop comes in with a point here. I think I'll go back to Alistair in a exactly. James Hislop comes in. Could we play a batter for the middle game, Alistair? Andrew, we've seen that. We've been called worse, like Michael said. We've seen that before the winter break. And he scored what was two goals of three games through the middle. Obviously, we had an injury crisis there, but he did well. But I think it's typically much of what will happen with made up front. There's no kind of physical presence. I mean, Yakimakis has been in great form. That hat trick was unbelievable. But in terms of what Francis was saying, in terms of the quick passing, it's ever since that the infamous clip now of Posta Coglu shouting at the team to always pass forward, the Celtic players just seem to be taking far too many touches on the ball. And as, as Francis said, they're playing the safe pass all the time. Mm. It seems like like the other teams have like, watched that clip and went, okay, how can we stop them going forward as well? Well, it, it's essentially like they be what, when you play the same type of style and the same type of game, eventually like teams are going to crack on to what they're what they're trying to do, and the second one team finds a way to stop it, everybody jumps on the bandwagon. That's just seems to be what it is, and it, everybody knows how much I think Hans Postecoglou was like. What great! I set my stall out by saying I was what comparing him to the Jockstein style, but Jockstein mm. had his screw ups as well, uh, and what people could figure him out sometimes. But you've got, but if Plan A isn't working, you need to have a Plan B. You need to have a Plan C and D in this league, and especially at this club, what to adapt. Maybe it's just not brought in the right personnel that can do those backup plans, or maybe it's a, maybe it's just a confidence thing right now. What, like I said, what which is weird to talk about. Like this time last season, we were just praying to get a point. But, yeah. But we were playing, and yeah, like I say, like Ryan Christie's lit shots, like they've covered the hole in the ozone layer now. Well, it's, it's been... And like one, the, thing that actually, one thing I'm actually happy about, um, McGrandon's got involved. He's learned the, the oh, type on the thing. So, <laughs> last three games, yeah, scored one goal not good enough. I totally agree, brother. I mean, the way, way we speak about Celtic in the house, I mean, <laughs> it's unbelievable times. But you better I mean, him, you'll not be back then to watch the football. <laughs> <laughs> when, when the Tim already has a good delivery to find a big man in terms of Yakimakis, I totally agree. John, take a breath, Stephen. Don't worry, I've, I've recovered after that. Alistair just <laughs> got under my skin for some reason. Ian McIntosh, the whole team is off the pace, not just a couple of players. And every attacking corner set play, you just don't feel like we'll do anything. I totally nah. agree with that. I really do. I really do. I can't remember that. Then he's remember the last time we scored for set piece. It was it near the I start of the season. Could, start... Well, I don't know if you could argue the one that's jumping out to me is Hattati's first goal against Rangers. It wasn't direct for mm. the corner, but was that not for a corner? Then it was headed out. Then Hattati controlled it and had to. Yeah, I. Yeah. Did, obviously, the, this 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 statisticians wouldn't put that down as a set piece goal, but Kenny came for a corner. I'll claim it. Yeah. That's how desperate I'm right now, but I'm claiming one <laughs> technically as not one. hundred percent. I mean, it's, it's a hard one. It's like people go sign bigger defenders, but then that might not suit Anz's style of play. Yeah. And I think he's already said he's not going to sign a player for the sake of it. And I totally agree with it. And it brings yeah. me on to the next point, uh, Andrew. And it's the fact that people come out in the week and obviously knee jerk reactions to social media. People call out Anz and he used one substitute from five, which, which I think myself, I, I don't understand why then you'd allies at least three of them. You could have brought on Forrest, even though he's been poor, he could have offered something in terms of experience. Carmoke in the belly sitting there, probably fighting for a contract or 
that's what he wants to say. I mean, Postacoglu said that he's only going to give players an opportunity if they want to stay at Celtic. And again, I hope Dembele and Ben Doak as well are on, on the same boat because he's disappeared. But what do you think of the criticism kind of laid it on? So it's not bad criticism. I just think it's right to call them out sometimes. I mean, it's not against the law. No, it's not. But um, well, don't get me wrong. I'm pretty sure he's like he'd be like the Liam Neeson of football managers. He would find you and kill you. <laughs> what, um, what, if, what if that was the case? What because I know I sure wouldn't. What uh, what go up against him? But what as much as we've given praise, what when he when he does things right, when he when he gets a call wrong, you've got to t- uh, say it, and he got it wrong. Yeah. What like you said with with a choice of five substitutes, and he plays one. Well, mm. and most people will be like, "Wait, who was the one?" That's how bad it was. Well, most Actually, of the time, who was, the, who was the one? Exactly. Riley for Riley for Rogets and oh, Riley for Rosic. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. one. And a bit of that you could argue was probably first because Rogets also had a wee bit of knock. Mm. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and it's like you said, like, it was probably a forced change. Like, and if that change wasn't forced, do you think he would have used any subs? I personally don't think so. I think, he, I, think, so weird. I think he would. He's he seems to be the guy that if he loves lives by the sword, he dies by the sword. Yeah. which is mm. admirable. But in modern football, it's also really stupid. It's it's an interesting one, Francis. I know we had we have big debates all the time. We always fall out in our our personal group <laughs> chat with the NSL's <laughs> podcast. But sometimes you do have the call out. And I did see a lot of things that agreed with on social media. A lot of things again, you kind of roll your eyes at and be like, "What are you talking about?" But yeah. the whole kind of. Yeah. The five substitutes, whether or not they're players of quality who can make a difference in the game, doesn't matter. Freshen the legs up, do you know what I mean? You've got Dembele on there who's just got back from injury. Throw him on for a batter. Mm-hmm. He didn't make no impact. See what these players can offer. And the likes of Ben Doak, he hasn't been nowhere to be seen since his cameo appearances in the previous games. But what, what's your opinion on the whole substitute situation? And obviously, when Andre says there's no plan B, is it just the case of Postacoglu is plan A, do plan A better? I suppose you could argue that plan A... Do plan A better is technically plan B because you're trying yeah, to well. you change something up to try and do plan A better. So you could argue that that's plan like try to do plan A, A better. But like I'm not like Postacoglu clearly as a good a good manager because he's won trophies wherever you go and you don't get you don't do do that regardless of leagues and things like that. you don't do that if you can only play one way and do one thing. But to go to something like why didn't utilize the five subs? I, I, I honestly don't know. Like, if you were under, if you felt like you were going to potentially go to concede a goal, you could have maybe went, nah, you could have maybe made a case for it. So we, we didn't really see too much on the bench that would have, uh, what's he saying? It's nonsense. I have no idea. <laughs> but that, that's great going. Yeah. I, uh, I personally liked uh, Jed's point beforehand. Like he said, the subs bench was weak. Well, what do you think of I, that, Francis? I would well. That's what I would agree because, like, as much as we, me and Stephen and William argued in the previous podcast about Forrest, yeah, and, and he's on the <laughs> uh, it hasn't been great. But it could have been a game where we needed something to happen. It could have been the perfect game from. It's we don't. We'll never know. It's, we don't know if he would have made a difference. But it could have. It could have been one where the game was pretty flat, and he comes on, makes a difference, and then he's away. That's that's the confidence back from. Caramel Dembele could have done a job. Aye, that's what I just said, John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, 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 he's disagreeing with you saying that. He, he thinks oh, there should be a, a plan B in, in place for a plan A does go wrong. I think that's what he means. Aye, that's in plan A better. Tell John, <laughs> John I'll, I'll respect your opinion when you appear back in this podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but John, don't come back. I want to come back on. <laughs> I mean, he's had a medal exemption, like he's been it longer than Julian at this rate. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe you just called him out. Then Bailey could have potentially made a difference in the fact that even if he doesn't want to be at Celtic next season because he's not been getting a chance, he's got to be playing for a contract somewhere. So he could have put in a performance, put it. Games on telly, scouts and that could have been watching the game. Just, uh, just never know. But I just, I found it strange. I'm not using the bench. I think Andrew made a good point about being stubborn. You do, it does come across a kind of stubborn type of guys. He knows his philosophy. This is the way he wants to play. And maybe a wee bit of that was a sending a message to players and look, 
because I've got to dig me out this. I don't trust, not not that I don't trust what's on the bench, but I don't believe what's on the bench is better. And go and prove me wrong, go and prove me that mm-hmm. what I've got on the bench isn't better. But for me, we, we didn't look like conceding, so I don't know why he didn't try and just, even like a beat on could have made a difference in the middle of the park, even 10, like. Yeah. Maybe turn Taylor off and went to back three well, with t- Juranovic because I feel like Juranovic would have worked better than a three as opposed to Taylor. You've just got another guy in the middle of the park to try and control it or whatever. Yeah, 100%. I think Alistair makes a great point. I'm fed up with a stick me out of as well. Give the boy uh, a chance. The Tomlinson clan is out in full force. Uncle John's yeah. on now. I don't mind. <laughs> I let's plan B to do plan A better. No target man. Can't handle set pieces and take too long to get the ball for back. I totally agree with that as well. I uh, think we, we, def- we well, do. Was that four set pieces we, at the weekend and they could, the goals conceded? Uh, yeah, and then John said you're sacked, but I'm not going to put that up. <laughs> <laughs> and then Tim, let's comment as well. Has Az encountered pack defensive before, like his football brand encounters here? I actually, I mean, that would be a great point know. to look into. Obviously, yeah. you know, it's Brisbane more in the, the A League in Australia. You don't know what kind of standard of football that was. Back then, I think it was pretty poor. I think that was well documented. Mm-hmm. In Japan with uh, Yokohama, I mean, People say that Japan League's probably better than SPFL. I probably agree with the quality of players that come from there as well. So mm. I don't actually know that. It'll be actually quite interesting oh. to see. Michael McDonald comes back in. I love Vans, but sometimes he needs to be asked difficult questions on the media skirt of him. I actually probably think they are, yes. to be fair. Like, I, yeah. As it's good, I think it's maybe more because he's, he's called them out earlier and he seems to have the number. It's one of their ones. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. he doesn't take no shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. probably the same thing. If a Rottweiler bites you once, you don't plan on going near it again. Nah, mm-hmm. nah probably not. Probably not. And before nah. we move on to <laughs> before before we move on to the, the the midweek game tomorrow against St. Mirren and we're back at Paradise, I do want to touch upon the thing that was announced today by Celtic um Anne's Postacoglu's homecoming, Francis. Uh a tour of Australia or a cup tournament or whatever kind of format while the World Cup's mm-hmm. happening. Many believe that the both sides of the Glasgow Derby in terms of the city will be involved. Me personally, I think again this is money controlling football for corporation corporation type of things, commercial markets. Obviously making money for Celtic's key, but I don't think there's a need for this, do you? I don't at the time of year, but it's how many players are going to be over there. Like I'm not saying your score's got to be littered with players got to the World Cup. So it's maybe a good thing away at in November it'll be the Australian sort of a uh, well, I would sack the homecoming if Rangers are involved in it. Like we don't need to build up our uh, your sort of a stature in Australia. I believe Rangers have got a decent stature in Australia because I've got highways. Uh, uh, like I have my my old boss. Funny enough, is actually he's emigrated over to Australia. And, uh, there is a where he is anyway. There's a big Rangers club, so. I just I wouldn't want to go over there and use Celtic to gain clout for Rangers really and gain get them a bigger name. I understand Celtic going over because of Postacoglu. It's it's a good business move as much as you maybe hate hearing that. It's a it's a good business move at the time of year. See, it's coming Australian summer, so it'll be good warm weather training as we say. And then, but I think that will happen. But again, I think a, a tour of Japan will happen. It'd be stupid not to do something like that again. Money-wise, it's all about, unfortunately, football's branding now. So go to Australia, build up up there, go to Japan. I think that will happen, but I just I, I just don't want to go on the tour and be playing Rangers. I don't think we should be using Celtic to increase Rangers' name and give them essentially mm. money and stuff. I just That's where I don't agree with it. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm pro-for going for it, but I understand it's given, it'll give the players that are not away on international duty, it'll be keeping them kind of ticking over and stuff like that. I think as well, what what it points to again, that's obviously what I said previously, is the money side of things. I think we're all agreed. Not any any chance that they get to make money, they kind of have to take the opportunity while it comes to them. Yeah. But what I don't yeah. agree with, if they're trying to boost this whole their whole Rangers myth that everyone yeah, says no. the firm, which yeah, I agree no, with. I there's totally loads agree. Of, there, there's loads of comments which I will bring up in the week second. But you, you look at it as well. The famous tweets pop back up again. We're not half of anything. It's not exactly. our problem. I think it's it's something that Celtic are kind of being a bit two-faced towards. Stick to that message. There's no mm-hmm. point going to these these tournaments and involving the other club. And I think, strange love the doctor comes in here before I lose the comment. Sevco, 
should be eliminated from yeah. any commercial fence or Celtic organised. The fan base don't reckon they, they recognise them as an electoral club. They claim to be, or indeed the reductive term, old firm, whatever way Scotty yeah. people pronounce that. Old, Joe old Finley. Old uh, Joe Finley, do not get involved with boosting the old firm. Neatness, 100%. So I mean, and then Michael McDonald, Japan seems want more lucrative market. John agrees with straightness of the doctor. And it's 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 one of them things, Andrew, isn't it? The money speaks because Celtic make next to no money winning leagues and cups in Scotland. If there's a chance to exploit the market, unfortunately, we have to take opportunity, but we don't need the other club. No, no, I don't think so. Well, and the other club don't want to be there. Well, as we've mentioned in previous ones, I work sadly with um, fans of that side of the divide. And when that news came out, they said they didn't want to go. Fair enough. We don't want you there either. I think it's the one thing we agree on. <laughs> but well, I'm I'm perfectly okay with that. But it's like you say, like money talks and bullshit walks. So just got to, <laughs> you've just got to go with it sometimes. Like, I can understand it like, from that point of view, but don't like don't market it as what well, oh the old firm are coming to uh, mm. are going down under. What like, you could see all the type of market that'll be going yeah. through their heads. No, what. Like, they don't have <laughs> nice one, Chad. But uh, they don't have like <laughs> they don't have a reason to go. Don't have a reason to go. It makes Australia and Japan make sense for us. <laughs> what would make sense yes. is for them going if Van Bronckhorst is still there, well, or Van Brokhurst as they might be called later. Uh-huh. What well, uh-huh. go go to go to go to his home patch, do a tour there. That would make sense. That would make sense for them making what. Well, money on their side well uh, go to wales see Aaron ramsey's home patch go and see where he's been hiding for the last uh, couple of months but what you, you play the i know strengths what and you play, you play the hand that you're dealt well mm-hmm. we've got an australian manager we've got a good influence with uh, japanese players well that's where our markets are taking us go there yeah, I mean, but, I think but, uh, I mean they don't need to come. Yeah, no, I think that's 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 in the literal all the comments that have showed up there. I mean, we, we don't need them to come with us. It's it's a, a commercial market where you don't really see any value for Sevco, Rangers, Newco, whatever one, mm-hmm. whatever way you want to call them to come along with us to do this kind of tournament mm-hmm. thing. It doesn't make any sense if Celtic are saying they're not half of anything. Let's keep mm-hmm. it like that. Let's yeah, keep yeah, it rolling. Yeah. And yeah. then it's like it's like it's like John, you said, but like you just got to. But you play the card you're there, they set out their stall, deal with it. Yeah, yeah, nice and John, John sums it up. Wouldn't worry about it anyway. They wouldn't have been able to afford the fight, the flights mm-hmm. to Australia. 100% agree. I'm back again to domestic football action, Francis. We are facing St. Myrna Paradise. Again, another reason to kick off under the lights of Paradise. And you look you look at it, they've got a new manager, Stephen Robinson. I think they're really expecting a wee bit of the, the new manager bounce. They got trumped 2 <laughs> 0 and his. Uh, First came back, and I think he was already complaining about refereeing decisions, which is very not unlike Stephen Robinson. But yeah. what type of game are you expecting? Uh, I don't know, Stephen. <laughs> it could it, it could be could be similar to what I've been witnessing the last sort of a few weeks, where it will be kind of slow, not really playing to our full potential, but still picking up the win. And then come Friday, we'll be talking about. How we've, we've won a game and we're happy, but I believe I think I'm hoping I'll take more than hope after after the wee sort of a, the wee fright maybe we got on Sunday. Yeah, the the game later on was sort of a, got us away with it, if you like. I think if anybody offered us a three point lead going into after Sunday's game, we would have taken it. We just didn't realise it was going to come off the back of two draws. <laughs> but I think when you look at it, our draw looks a lot better than theirs because. They were up 2-0 at home and finished 2-2, mm. whereas we went away from home. But I think I think the team will... I, th- I know Anne said after the game that he felt the team played really well and stuff and said a lot of things that a lot of fans didn't agree with seeing it, but I, I believe behind closed doors would be saying a lot, lot different. I just doesn't seem the type of man that comes out and will call out players, yeah. which, which I like. I don't... It, but I think he'll be behind doors, behind closed doors. He'll be, he'll be saying what he truly feels. But I'm, I'm expecting a big performance, Stephen, just to, 
not to put this myth to bed. It's not a myth that we've been playing bad. We've not been playing our best. It's it's evident. No, it's, 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 been it's, 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 it's been we've all seen that. We've not been up to our usual standard probably since mm. up for the second half of the Aberdeen. There's been in different performances. But I, yeah. I'm, I'm like Jed, I'm just expecting a big performance just to say, look, we're more just to say, look, we're up for this fight. We, I know we've had players saying how much we we believe we've got to win the league. And so I, I just feel we've got play. They'll put in a performance that says, look, we are up for this challenge. We believe we're the best team. We've got to show you we're the best team and we're not ready. To, I know we've got top, but we're not just got to sit there and be happy that we've got yeah. top and relinquish it. Easy, we're, we're, we're here for the fight. So I'm not expecting a big performance from the team. Yeah, I, I, I 100% agree. And I do get what you mean in terms of what the result they got in the weekend. But again, I don't focus on that because we need to focus yeah. on ourselves. That's 100%. where I'm coming from. We, we can't rely on any other team doing us favours. While it was a great result yeah. and made our result look even better than it was, Andrew, yeah. our result in the weekend against him still wasn't good enough and that was plain to see. But Jed Thomas comes in saying he's expecting a big performance. Martin Kay, similar to most teams, a selling partner probably parked the bus. I 100% agree. Um, Strange of the doctor. I mean, your comments are making me laugh here. Ramsey, <laughs> the selling hero, is lighting cigars in the front of Sev Gold Curtains with $1,000 bills while wearing his wheels top playing called Singing the Rebs. I mean, you can only imagine that. That's like a film, isn't it? Joe Finley, got concerns the ability of the team to, to enforce better tempo. If not, could be a slog. I, I agree with that. I think what needs to happen tomorrow in this game, Andrew, is start with a far better tempo than what we've done previously. Yeah, we've got to come out all guns blazing. We've got to, well, we've got to, well, as you say, we've got to set our stall out well, from the get-go. I will actually be on the optimistic side well, and say that, Ooh. see if this result uh, had happened, we're playing St. Marin. And if Jim Goodwin was still manager at St. Marin, I'd be more worried. Mm. Jim Goodwin seemed to have our number when it came to St. Mirren results against Celtic. Well, he seemed to have the idea of what to do and how to set the stall out. That's no disrespect to Stephen, Ro- uh, Stephen Robinson. I do think he was a great manager for Motherwell. And mm-hmm. well, I think he could, can he do a job at St. Mirren? I think he can. I just hope he doesn't do it against us. Mm-hmm. Well, but we've just, I think uh, the new manager bounce doesn't work as well in Scottish football as it does well, nah, in, 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 in down south. But I think it's going to be a case of what well, he'll probably, well, we'll probably, we'll, we'll hump him, basically. <laughs> I, like, but, uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm being positive. I'm setting the stall. I think we will. Well, we've we've got we've when we get called out like this, we lick our wounds. We normally do come out fighting. It's it's the Celtic it's the Celtic way. I know that's mm-hmm. kind of like drummed in a lot, but I think we can. I think we can do it. But it's up to the players to step up and what. Well, Use the same tactic that I was thinking. Get to uh, Yakimakis's like, uh, quote dressing room. This is what this is what he's called out and said that we are. Prove it. Mm-hmm. Like, 100% agree. Prove it. And then Johnny comes back in. I think it'll be a big performance, but it's late. I can see it being a slow courtesy of ourselves, which I agree with that as well. Mm-hmm. Alistair Jack comes back in. Early goal. Ian McIntosh. I expect us to raise it against him. So did I, but that didn't yeah. happen. And then Strains of the Doctor, studsy stuff game with loads of wasting time and overly aggressive tackles from then. 2 0 Celtic, and their new manager is old school. I totally agree that they actually paid a fee, Francis, to, to get them um, Steve Robinson from Morecambe, which is kind of strange okay. for a Scottish club. But uh-huh. what about line what about lineup and score predictions with yourself first? Well, do we know if Yakimakis is back? I don't even know why he was out of the weekend. He said he's, he was he said, uh, he's making the decision tomorrow, so you, mm. you probably throw him in there just as a prediction. Yeah. Mm. If that's the case, I'm probably not chucking him in because I think he's more important for Livingston at the weekend. So I think I'll go well, Joe Hart and goals, Taylor, Starfelt, Carter Vickers, and I'll probably go Juranovic because I think I would rather Ralston at the weekend just for his crossing. So I'm probably going to go Juranovic. The midfield three, mm, McGregor. It's tough there. I know, because I think you can argue. For Hatati no starting, but I I would go to go McGregor Hatati and O'Reilly, and then a front three I think will just be the same as at the weekend with Abada, Maeda, and Yota, and hopefully and the front, hopefully, uh, I'm I'm got to go on the the side of confidence and go for a a, a good four 0 
I like that. I like that. Michael McDonald comes back in. I think tomorrow will be the game when Juranovic gets his 30 yard screamer. We're all hoping that, Michael. We are all hoping that. Because he seems to have been getting them decisions where he wants to hit a wonder goal, but yeah. sometimes it doesn't come off for him. I hope it does soon. What about yourself, Andrew, score and lineup prediction? Uh, uh, most people that have watched me on these podcasts will normally say that I agree <laughs> with whoever has just said the lineup. What? Well, I've I've been right. I've been doing this for over a year. Yeah, I've been right a few times, boys. Yeah, well, don't worry. I've been right. I'll get back to you. (laughs) (laughs) And that's not just on here. That's in my whole Celtic supporting career. (laughs) Well, uh, well, I'm pretty much on the side of what Francis got. The only thing that I would do is I would, um, I would probably put Forrest in to start. What um, okay. what he always seems to what play better in his home patch. Uh, what I think that, that's probably uh, one. Maybe <laughs> Beaton. Maybe Beaton. What in, what in the what in the center? Uh, what in the center? Mm-hmm. I could understand that. What I could I could get that, but yeah, we'll see. What um, it's just more. Whoever plays, they've got to turn up and they've got yeah. to put in a performance. Like if they if they don't, there's no point arguing the team selection because they'll all be pish. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's 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 the that's the bottom line. But I think, given the way, Stone Cold said so. Is that because I shaved my head, you bastard? <laughs> <laughs> you do have the Stone Cold OT rocking. Little get uh, right yeah. there, I like to see that. I, could, I have noticed. What's, what, yes. What's your score, Alex? Yes. Three, uh, three now. Three now. I'll go, I'll go first. Now. I'm fairly comfortable 2-0. That's usually his one. I'll go <laughs> yeah. uh, Joe, Joe Hart, Uralovich. I'll go Starfelt. I'll go Carter Vickers. Straits of the Doctor. Julian? Question mark. I do agree with that. He wasn't even on the bench on Sunday. Nah. 100%. And then John comes in. Julian and Carmoko to start. That's a good shout as well. I'd like to see more Carmoko. Um, two each tomorrow. Oh, two for Jalen, two for Abana. <laughs> boom, boom. I love it. And then I'll go Taylor left back. I'll go McGregor sitting, as he always does. I'll say Hatate because although he's dropped off for me, he still gives us all. There's a bit of work ethic there. Mm-hmm. I'll go O'Reilly. I'll give Roger a wee break. I'll just go Abada and I'll go Mieta and Jala because I, I can't really see him throwing Carmel go in. I know as much as uh, I love to see yeah. it and John mm-hmm. rightly said there, he, he'd like to see it. I just don't think from the start he would risk that at the moment. No. I mean, if he doesn't bring him on from the bench, what's the likelihood of him throwing him in in, in the starting 11? Do you know what I mean? At, at this oh, precise moment anyway. But for my score prediction, I'll go just a comfortable 2 0. A Francis Cardi 2 0. I'll take that take all day to, see, to get us back get us back on track again. Guys, that's not the end of the show, by the way. Uh-uh. Oh. There's a there's a squad numbers quiz, Greg. I like these squad numbers. Oh. So the... Don't worry. If you've watched, <laughs> you watched them recent, Andrew, just, just shout out a number, you'll likely get it right because I'm oh, back Johnny Tomlinson, I'll go 2 1 Celtic because Hart's legs too flap a bit. He. And, uh, Hearts are a bit Ooh, iffy at the minute. Shots, fa- shots fired. Bit iffy. Uh, bit iffy. So does uh, people. Uh, hold on, Joe Finley, come back in here. People keep talking about Carmelo. Is he good enough? Is not getting the stuff. Then I get John uh, started, Joe. Then I get John started. Uh, we'll be here all day, Joe. We're here yeah. all day. But again, this this is just an easy squad. Bit of fun. End the show, guys. You know the drill. Whoever gets the free first, and we'll fire in. Right. Start nice and easy. He's ready. Ready as I'll ever be. And get involved in the comments. Get involved, because I'd like to see who gets these right. Virgil van Dijk. Four. No, oh. uh, Go. Nice and easy. Andrew. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. Oh, man. Is it 21? Three. Two. No, five. Oh, man. Patrick Roberts. Seven. Yep. Franny, one nil. Mm. Could have technically gave two because I think it was eighteen. Twenty-eight. Oh, it was twenty-eight, wasn't it? Yeah. Right. Seven. I know, that was a, that was a trick one because I was trying to think: is it first season or second season? Ah, oh, I didn't give you. <laughs> nah, I'm not. Nah, I'm not playing play that one. You got me fair and square. Are you ready? Here, I yeah. got done in that quiz, Andrew. So don't be oh, going there. I'm glad you're right, so it, Stephen. It's been a bit. Seven years. It's, <laughs> it's one nil to Franny. Andreas Tom. Ten. Two nil, Franny. I mean, technically, was he 10? Because was that not like when you just went 1-11? He was 11? 10. It's on my list. He was 10. So it's 10 is 10. I'm sure that was, he was there when it was teams 1-11. Yeah. Proper numbers. Are you ready? Uh, mm-hmm. Mark Krosas. 
13. 11. No. No, one more guess, Eats. Come on. 18. What, Andrew? Uh, oh, no. I guess, eh? No, both wrong. Both wrong. Right. Still 2 0. What was that? Song Young. Ah, 18. Yep, yeah, 18. 3 0. Yeah, what was Mark Rosas, but what was Mark Rosas? Mark Rosas was 17. So you were close 17. at the start. Oh. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually surprised Yara Yarasik never. It's a perfect opportunity to bring up Yarasik. I'm bringing him up one day. Don't worry. He's currently <laughs> shut me down. There, another thing. <laughs> Go on. You were well beat, number. Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> Shares of the yes. Doctor 18, yeah. I mean, I, I, I must say again, I'm loving the comments coming in. Do you know what I mean? It's it's unbelievable. It's it's really good to see the interaction coming through, and we're, it's great to get involved. Andrew, your first time on the live of us, how did you find it? Uh, I was shitting myself, to be honest. I know, <laughs> I, I, I know Is that I, for um, the show Marshall... for, your, for your partner coming in? Both. <laughs> <laughs> Probably more my partner coming in. Like, I saw her in the, in the background like, coming to get her dinner, and I was like, oh, God, I am going to die. Please like it. Please like it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sleeping on the couch tonight anyway. I've, I've accepted my fate. Yeah. 100%. Exactly. Did you enjoy it? But... Exactly, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I don't know why I was so nervous, though, because when... when we I do, we like, were nervous because you didn't turn up. It was, it was literally like like the ball hair measurement. Because like, it was just as the intro came up, what it said you're in the show, and I'm like... I'm like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen. Well, I wonder if they won't hear yet. <laughs> well, and like, well, like, I just, I seen that it was just like, yeah, see if you just had that weekend. I was like, he's here, <laughs> right? <laughs> and Franny, yeah. my deadly duo partner again, another great show, wasn't it? Yeah, it's mm. good laughing. It's always good to hear Andrew on. He's just, he's up for a good laugh, and that's all we want. Hundred percent. We're just, we're not here to take ourselves seriously. We're just getting our yeah. opinion. No, I definitely not, man. I just love actually getting to speak to fellow Celtic fans when I'm when you're stuck so in a day like job. But when you're stuck in a day job, but it's all Rangers fans, like it's it's like you're just territory. You're just ah, like, so no, I'm, guys, I'm, I'm in a similar position, by the way. I'm in a, although I have got a, a Jambo in the office who is absolutely brilliant at winding up one of the Rangers fans in the office. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Guys, guys who are watching this along, Martin K sums it up. Like and yes. subscribe. Does. We're growing. Yeah, just like like it, subscribe to it. Yeah, we're live. It's it's brilliant the interaction, and also the point your direction to episode one hundred. I mean, we've been building it up, and it's going to be a great episode. Our Mister Pink Velvet, he said Green Velvet's going to be coming out, so we'll see if that happens. Anthony Dunn is going to be hosting a Scotty's Cup extravaganza, quizzes the lad, drinks the lad, laughs everything. It's going to be fantastic. Get involved, and people are still coming here. Pancake tonight, fellas. I had pancakes there. Absolutely gorgeous. Where's Andrew? Funny pancakes. Strange of the uh, I'm from Joe. I'm from here, three, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> but but I moved to Coat Bridge. But I moved to Coat Bridge. I've, I've yeah. I don't know if that's what I'm talking about. But guys, hey. until we speak, until we speak again, stay well and keep safe. Hail hail. <laughs>